point to the logo on my chest and tell him, Slammy, ego, Slammy, ego, Slammy, ego, Slammy, hey, hit it up hard, hit it with strike, from the national anthem to the bottom of the night, I'm in, Slammy, ego, Slammy, ego, Slammy, ego, Slammy, Hey, you already know what's up. What's that? Another home run. Cause you know the job ain't done. So we hold that trophy up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 313 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Happy New Year. It is January 1st, 2023. I thought it's a perfect time to do some 2023 Padres predictions. Now, just before I start this, I want to say these predictions. They're not about results. So like Padres win the World Series or Padres get to the NLCS or win or win the pennant, like nothing like that or win the division. Nothing based on wins or results like that. Uh, because I don't want to make those predictions when I don't know what the roster is going to look like, right? That's probably better for either before spring training, like right before, or like right before opening day. Because we know, as we saw last year, moves can be made during opening day or before um, opening day during spring training as well. So let's get into it. I have eight Padres 2023 predictions. Most of these are about the players uh, and what's going to happen there. Let me know on social media if you're listening to the podcast platform at Talking Friars on Twitter or Instagram what you think of the predictions, if you would change them or disagree with them if you're watching on youtube let me know in the comments if you agree with the predictions or let me know your predictions as well uh if i didn't include any of your predictions that you would want on the show let me know in the comments um all right so the first one here my first padres prediction these aren't like in any order of like importance or my belief in them they're all just predictions so first one Trent Grisham will not be traded before opening day. I know that there's been some rumors, and Dennis Lynn reported this past week in The Athletic that the Padres are open to trading Trent Grisham. They're open to having discussions. Also said that about Ha-Sung Kim. And some of the fan base is like, yeah, let's get rid of Trent Grisham if we can bring in starting pitching. Like, he sucked last year. But I'm looking at it from A.J. Preller's perspective or I'm trying to, uh, I, I can't really look at it from his perspective because there's so many wild things that are probably going on in his mind, but I try to look at it from his perspective. And his perspective is probably like, wow, well, look at the depth chart right now for the Padres, the outfield. It's not very strong. It's Grisham and Soto. Those are the two starting outfielders right now because we can't count Tatis into that because he's suspended to start 2023. I'll get to him in a second. Um, after that, it's Jose Zocar, Brandon Dixon, David Dahl. I know David Dahl has been working his butt off this offseason, and that's great. But there was a reason that it, it's only a minor league deal, right? Because he's struggled recently. Um, so the outfield depth is just not there. We know Trent Grisham, he's going to be strong with the glove. And his offense cannot be worse than it was this past regular season, right? So I just don't see the Padres trading Trent Grisham before opening day. Even if they go get like Jerks and Profar, he's not a center fielder. 
And so you're going to be okay with Jose Azokar being the center fielder? Because what if Tatis gets hurt? He's he's not a guarantee to stay healthy. We know that, right? So if he's out, that's one of your other outfielders. And so now your outfield depth gets tested even more if you don't have Grisham, even if you bring back Profar. And let's say Tatis gets hurt. Okay, now it's Soto, Profar, and who? Zokar in center? Who's who's the center fielder? You know? Um, so I don't think the Padres will move Trent Grisham. I think it makes more sense that they move Hassan Kim before Trent Grisham. If I was AJ, I personally would just do free agent go through free agency. Um, just make moves to improve the team. Don't make moves and decrease some value on the team if that makes sense. Like don't add and subtract, just add right now. Like I like Hassan Kim. I think he's going to be very very valuable to this Padres team in 2023 with his versatility and being the starting first base or starting second baseman and Trent like he is he can be huge for the Padres this year. Uh I think he's probably going to come into this season, trying to prove people wrong, including some Padres fans that don't believe in him. I like the team the way it is right now. I think they should just add, they need to add a couple more pieces, outfield, one more outfielder, starting caliber outfielder who can play left, uh, and then another starting pitcher. Um, and that leads me to my second prediction, which is the Padres will acquire another starting pitcher before opening day. I don't know if it's going to come before spring training, but they will acquire another starting pitcher. I think they, I don't think that they should be confident in the group that they currently have right now. They should be confident in Joe Musgrove, Hugh Darvish, Blake Snell. I think they should be confident in Seth Lugo and Nick Martinez, but not necessarily in the starting rotation the whole year. I think they can be confident in them as pitchers in general, but as starters the whole year. I, I'm probably more confident in Martinez in that role than Lugo. Lugo hasn't done that consistently since 2017. That was a long time ago, right? So getting another starter, because after Lugo and Martinez, let's say someone gets hurt in the rotation or that doesn't go well, who who are your other options? Julio Tehran, you want to trust him consistently? Jay Groom hasn't pitched in the big leagues yet. Uh, Reese Kinnear. Ryan Weathers sucked it up last year in AAA. Morahone, okay. I don't think it's the end of the world if he starts a couple games, a few games in April, if they don't get a starting pitcher by then or something, uh, if they want to go to the sixth man. Like, that's not the end of the world. But I don't think you can rely on him to be a starting pitcher consistently either if something happens because he hasn't done it yet in his big league career. So I think adding another starter... Hopefully it's just via free agency, Johnny Cueto, Waka, someone like that who's willing to take a one-year deal. Um, I hope that's what happens. I think that's what will happen for the Padres uh, before opening day. My next prediction, uh, this one is involving Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he is due for a big year. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to win the comeback player of the year. Maybe he's involved in the MVP conversation, but that might be a stretch because of him missing the first 20 games of the season, at least. And he hasn't stayed healthy 
when he's on the field for a full season yet. So I think that would be a stretch. But I see a big year coming for Fernando. I think he's pissed off that he let his teammates down, let the city down this past season, and he should be, by the way. And he's going to want to go into opposing ballparks that are booing the heck out of him and shut them up. Or just make them continue to boo more when he's rounding the bases after a home run. I, I hope that's what his mentality is, uh, willing to do whatever it takes to help this team win. He saw this past year that they made it to the NLCS without him. Now he should come into this season and say, hey, I can put this team over the top. They got all the way there without me. Now I'm going to get them all the way there with me on the field. Um, and for this comeback player of the year thing here, this isn't just him coming back from PEDs from letting down his team, right? Let's remember, he's coming back from three surgeries, one shoulder and then two on his wrist because he went back in there earlier this offseason to repair the wrist to get a central screw in that wrist to make it more stable. At least that's what I read. So he's coming back from surgeries. He's coming back from some of his fans uh, turning on him. I, I Maybe I turned on him at some point, but I, I'm more still disappointed in him, but I'm still going to cheer for him when he comes back because he's a Padre, right? I want the Padres to win. We want the Padres to win, and I think he can be a big part in the Padres winning games in 2023. And if they win the World Series, I think he's going to play a big role in that. Uh, so I, 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 I'm predicting a big year from Fernando. I don't want to throw out like specific numbers, home runs, game played, um, because I think the games played, yeah, that's important, but I want this guy healthy, right? I want this guy healthy for the postseason. I think the Padres team, this Padres team is a playoff team. So if Fernando's healthy come playoff time, then I am good. I want him at the top of the order and one of the best players in baseball healthy for the postseason. Because he's never done that in a full season for the Padres, like in a full regular season. I'm not saying he has to play the full year. I'm just saying he hasn't done that in a full year. The one season he made the playoffs when he was playing was 2020 in a short year. That was great and all, but I want to see it with fans in the stands, right, full year. Hopefully he's pissed off and he's coming in and trying to prove all those doubters wrong that say that we're saying, oh, he's not really that good. It was because of PEDs this whole time, which, by the way, he wasn't doing, right? He, he hit over 40-plus home runs in 2021 without cheating or doing anything. Uh, but there is going to be people saying that still because you have you get linked to PEDs. It's linked with you throughout your entire career. So I hope Fernando uh, comes into spring training totally committed. I think he is going to be. Anyone's comeback player of the year. And that's just one of the awards he wins in 2023. Obviously hoping that the big award or the big trophy, I should say, is the World Series. Right, the commissioner's trophy, that piece of metal. All right, sorry for the sniffles here. Um, I'm having a runny nose right now, so that's why you're for anyone watching on YouTube. That's why you're seeing all these tissues. Um, I still wanted to do this though. Still want to do uh, put out consistent content for you Padres fans because uh, that's what I love doing. I love communicating with you guys. So again, let me know your thoughts in the comments. If you agree with some of these predictions that I'm doing, if you disagree or if you think I missed a prediction, um, 
let me know. The next one is Jackson Merrill will not be traded this season at all for anyone. I, I don't know if I can, can I can guarantee the 2023 calendar year. Like, he won't be traded next offseason. I, I don't know because there's so many things that can change. There's people that could demand a trade that we aren't even thinking about right now where it's like, yeah, you go get that guy. There could be injuries, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I don't think he will be traded this year. So anytime uh, leading up to this trade, dead, this trade deadline of the 2023 season, if that makes sense. I think Brian Reynolds, I think the Pirates are still asking for too much. I don't think the Padres will trade for him if they continue to ask for that much. And I don't think Brian Reynolds is worth giving up Jackson Merrill, uh, at least right now. He's not Juan Soto. I think at some point you got to keep that top prospect. You got to develop him. If you truly believe in that top prospect, develop him. And that's a cheap contract that you can have at the big league level when you have Peter Seidler giving out big contracts to a lot of guys, right? So having as many cheap contracts as you can, young players, that helps, right? Having Jake Cronenworth right now, these last few years on a cheap contract, that has helped the Padres. No doubt about that. When Myers and Hosmer are making all this money, that has helped the Padres. Pomerantz, you can add in there too, when he didn't play at all last year. That's helped the Padres, having those cheaper deals. Um, so I don't think they want to trade Merrill. I don't think they will. With Brian Reynolds, like he's the, the main guy that's probably in these Jackson Merrill conversations because he's the one star player that wants out, at least that we know of. Um, Rafael Devers, yeah, he'd be a great bat to have, but there are probably going to be other teams. If the Red Sox even put him out there, which they're, they have so much pressure on them to extend Rafi, I, I don't think that they will, at least right now. Um, I think they have to get an extension done. But if they do, I think there's other teams that will be more... Um, I don't know. They'd have more pressure on them to go trade for someone like Rafael Devers. Where the Padres, right now, it looks like they'll have the offense, right? If they get another outfield bat, you add that to Soto, Cronenworth, Manny, Tatis, Bogarts, like Matt Carpenter, let's see if he stays healthy. Like that should be good enough. Uh, that should be a good enough offense. Grisham, hopefully, he gets better at the plate this year. Can't be worse. That, that should be good enough offense, right? If you can't win with that, then it's either the offense, they, they just underperformed, or the pitching underperformed, they didn't do their job. I, I don't think that they should trade their top prospect, and then they'd have to trade more major league pieces because it's not like it would just be Merrill for Reynolds. You'd have to trade more than that. I don't think that's worth it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you have all of this talent already on the offense, if that makes sense. Um, so that is my prediction. Uh, unless, like, maybe they trade him if Corbin Burns becomes available or whatever. 
um, and they really want to go after him. But I'm sticking with my prediction. I don't think Merrill will get dealt before the 2023 trade deadline comes. My next one, the Padres will have at least four All-Stars. Now, that might that's not like a bold prediction, but that's not what I said in the title. I didn't say eight bold predictions. Like I'm not one of those people that sits here and lies to you and say, here's bold predictions, and I say, Tatis is going to have a great year. No, I'm, I'm just predictions. These are just my predictions, some predictions that I thought of. Uh, so four All-Stars, that's not bold, but I think Manny will be an All-Star. I think Hader or Suarez will be an All-Star. I think one Padre starter will be an All-Star, Musgrove, Darvish, whoever it is. I think they'll be an All-Star. Then I think Bogarts, Tatis, or Cronenworth will at least be an All-Star. At least, at least one of them. Maybe two out of those three. I think at least one of them will be an All-Star. Did I say Soto? I don't even think I said Soto. I think Soto should be one. Uh, so Manny, let me, let me read you this. Manny. Soto, Padres starter, that's three, and then Cronenworth, Bogarts, or Tatis. Yeah, okay. So at least four. Um, Cronenworth might be tough because he's probably going to be at first base for the most part, and he's competing against Freeman and Gold, uh, yeah, Goldschmidt and who else? Uh, Pete Alonso, right? Just name, bigger first baseman names. So he might not, but Tatis, maybe he gets in through the vote, or maybe fans don't want him in because of the PEDs. I don't know. I know he's one of the best. He's one of the faces of baseball, at least he was before this past season, right? So maybe he gets in from a popular vote, maybe not having as many games played as other guys, but maybe he gets in, or Bogarts gets in if some injuries happen at shortstop, or maybe by the name. Who knows? We'll see. But I think four Padres... All-Stars, at least, for the All-Star game. When it, where is it? It's in, I think it's in Seattle. Yeah, Seattle this next year. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know about Home Run Derby. I'm not going to predict that because that's that's based on player preference. Uh, that's, uh, Tatis wouldn't do it, right? I don't think the Padres would want him to do that after having injuries this past season, right? Like, your job, Fernando, is just to be on the field. Manny, I don't really think he'd do it. Bogarts, they wouldn't have him do it. Soto, maybe. He's probably the only one on the Padres that would probably have a chance. Well, Manny would. If Manny wanted to do it, then they'd let Manny do it. But I think Soto is probably the best bet for home run derby. Uh, but that wasn't a prediction of mine. I'm predicting at least four. Padres, All-Stars. Um, when I was redoing that, the four, I said Manny, Soto, one of the starters, and then Crony, Bogarts, or Tatis. I didn't even include Hader or Suarez. So maybe it's going to be five, but I'm going to stick with four because that's what I wrote down here. I'm just going to stick with that. Um, all right, so we got three more predictions to go, but first... This episode is sponsored by Gaglione Bros Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. Their main location is on Friars Road, and you can visit gaglionebros.com for their menu and contact information. You can also enjoy their cheese steaks and fries at Petco Park and inside Snapdragon Stadium. All right, so next prediction, I have Seth Lugo 
not being a starting pitcher consistently in September. That might be a little vague, but I don't think he will make it as a starting pitcher consistently the entire year. I guess that's what I'm saying. Um, I think he's going to be best suited as a reliever in the postseason, maybe as a long guy like Nick Martinez, or maybe Nick Martinez takes on that role and Lugo just goes into a one-inning guy in the bullpen. Maybe multiple innings like he was for the Mets this past postseason in the wild card series, but for Lugo, I just don't see how he's going to do it consistently when he hasn't done it since 2017. He might look good in April. He might look good for the first three months of the year, but that's a long, it's a long season. I've never played in the big leagues, obviously, but just go, if you go ask other starting pitchers in baseball, they'll, te- they'll tell you how grueling it is pitching the entire year. As a starter, when he hasn't done it in years, I don't see it happening. Um, so that's an, I guess that's a negative prediction, but that's negative looking at it from what Seth Lugo wants to do, if that makes sense. Like Seth wants to be a starting pitcher. I don't think he's going to do that the whole year. But I'll turn this prediction into a positive. I think that he will be a very impactful arm for the Padres the whole year and into the postseason because he, we know he can still be impactful in the bullpen, right? Like, that's the good thing here. Same with Nick Martinez. So if the starting pitching thing doesn't work out, oh, okay, well, it's not the end of the world because they can go be an impact arm in the bullpen. And you have Drew Pomerantz coming back. Well, I don't want to guarantee him being healthy. I'm not going to do that because I haven't really seen it. Uh, but if he can be healthy, then you have Suarez, Hader, Tim Hill. Hearing good things about the Rule 5 guy they drafted from the Rays. That's a pretty good... Or Steven Wilson's still here, right? That's a pretty good bullpen. That's a really good bullpen, actually. You add Lugo or Martinez or both in there. It's, that's like a good Bob Melvin problem to have. Who's pitching 7th, 8th, 9th? Well, Hader, Suarez, but who's pitching the 7th? Uh, maybe Pomerantz, maybe Lugo, maybe Martinez, maybe Morahone, maybe Hill. Like, There's a lot of options there, right? So that is good. Um, so don't think that my Seth Lugo prediction is me trying to rain on his parade and be negative. I think that this could be a positive for them. It'll be a positive either way for the Padres. It either works in the rotation, and that's great, or it doesn't work, and he'll be impactful in the bullpen, I think. Obviously, health is the big thing with every arm, so if he stays healthy, I think it'll be a positive either way. All right, next. I think San Diego will be a top-five team, top-five city in attendance. So... This past season, I was just looking on ESPN, and I, I guess the Padres were a top five fan base in attendance at Petco Park this year. So it's like, well, Ben, that's not that bold. Well, again, these aren't bold predictions. These, these are just predictions. But if you look at the attendance, or you look at the other big markets that the Padres are going to have to compete with, let me see here. I'm trying to pull up that link. It's not going to come up. Okay. You look at the other markets, right? The Dodgers, you know, they have a bunch of attendance. And I know that the bleachers, they're not always filled, but they do have more seats than Petco Park does. So they might pull in the same attendance as we do. They just have more seats. But 
if Petco Park had more seats, I think that we'd have better attendance at Dodger Stadium. That's just me. Maybe not just me, but that's my opinion. So the Dodgers, the Yankees, right? The Cardinals, they always have high attendance. The Mets, uh, they're spending a ton of money, and every night they're going to have someone that you're going to want to pay to go watch, right? If they bring in Carlos Correa, well, you have Lindor, Correa, Alonzo. Got a lot of talent there, right? You're going to have Verlander and Scherzer starting on the mound every, what, 40% of the time? That didn't make a lot of sense. 40% of the time, you're going to have Scherzer and Verlander, right? Two out of five in the rotation. Uh, Kodai Senga, Japanese community is going to be interested in him. They're going to sell a lot of tickets. Um, who else? Houston has pretty good attendance. I don't want to leave them out. Boston, I'm not going to put them in there because their team's not going to be good. So who did I say? St. Louis, the Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, Padres, that would be five. Um, let's try it. Maybe Toronto? Like they, they should be pretty good this year, right? The Cubs always have good attendance, and, and they're getting better this year. So they're they will probably be up there. The Phillies coming off the NL pennant. The Braves, they, they seem to have good attendance. Like there's a lot of there's still a lot of markets that the Padres are going to be competing with here. So it's not a slam dunk, I don't think, that the Padres will be top five in attendance. Uh, but with the star talent that the Padres have and that they continue adding to, I mean they broke attendance records this past year, or we did, because I'm a Padres fan and my family has season tickets, so we did. You guys listening and watching and our family, all Padres fans, we broke attendance records this past year, and that was with Fernando not playing a single game. That was without Xander Bogarts, right? I think more, only more people will show up with Tatis in town coming up, you know, and there's going to be a lot more. I think, I think there, there's going to be more sellouts in 2023 than 2022. And when Myers comes back, all three those all three of those games hopefully will be sold out because I think Tatis comes back then as well. Um, there's going to be American League teams coming to town this year that with the new schedule, right? You're not being you're not playing the Dodgers 19 times or some of those Diamondbacks games that might not sell out because you play them uh how many times? Like 10 times at Peco Park every year. Some of those games will be what teams come to town this year. Like the Angels, right? I think they come to town. Let me double-check the Padres' schedule here. Um, but the Padres play every team in baseball. That's the new schedule. Um, so let's see who's coming. To, are the, I think the Red Sox are coming to town this year. So that'll probably be sellouts because Boston has you know this global fan base. Uh, yeah, Boston, Seattle, uh, the Angels come for three games. So the Otani show, right? Those will be sold out, you would think. Trout and Otani. The Mets come, that those will be sold out. That's a weekend series. The Dodgers on a weekend. Uh, the Phillies come three games in October. Those will be sold out probably. The, the Cardinals come late. So, uh, yeah, I think. I think the Padres will get top five in attendance. I know I went on for a while there about that, but yeah, uh, I like that prediction. 
I think that's going to happen. Um, my final prediction, Manny will return to the Padres on a new long-term deal. I wanted to end this show right, uh, this episode. I think Manny's going to get a deal done. I, think, I should probably rephrase that. I think the Padres are going to get one done with Manny. Uh, notice in the prediction, I did not say they're going to restructure it. They're not going to get their free agency. I think Manny's smart. He, he, they might go to free agency. He might go to free agency and say, well, I'm going to make you pay me more in free agency than we w- than I would have uh, gotten here in exclusive negotiations, right? The Padres had exclusive negotiating rights with Manny for this next season. If he's smart, he probably will not take that and go to free agency and say, you know what? I've done so much for this organization. If you want me, I want to come back. I want to make that clear. I want to come back, but match the highest offer or come close to it, and I'll come back. Maybe that's what he does. He has earned the right to opt out. Like That's why he put the opt-out in there. Well, a couple of reasons. If the Padres weren't good and all that, you know, the plan from 2019 to the end of 2023 didn't work out, then he can opt out and go to a contender. Also, based on whatever free agency looked like in 2023 compared to 2019, he can opt out then if he thinks he's going to get more money. So I think the smart decision for Manny would probably be to opt out, right? He's going to be the best, other than Otani, he's probably the best player on the market. I think he's better than Devers. Maybe Devers is younger, but I think Manny's better than Devers. He'll be the best position player on the market this next offseason. But I think the Padres will get a deal done. Again, I don't know if it's going to be during the season or in spring training and Seidler sits Manny down in the Peoria office and says, we're getting this done right now. Lock in the door, just get it done. Maybe it's during the All-Star break. Maybe it's a Joe Musgrove type thing where we hear about it for weeks and Musgrove wants to come wants to come back. Like We're confident that a deal is going to get done, but they just haven't agreed yet. Maybe that's what happens. And then they end up agreeing and everything's great. Or it goes to free agency and they bring him back. Look, Seidler, he did not sign Manny to a 10-year, well, Ron Fowler was the owner at the time, but Seidler has more money now. Or he, I don't, wanna, I don't know about more money. I think he does than Fowler, but I, I don't officially know. But what I'm saying is he cares about winning more than Ron Fowler does. I think that's clear by the spending that he's willing that he's done these past few years as the control person. He's he didn't he doesn't have Manny here as the face of the franchise as our MVP to let him walk, right? You don't bring in Bogarts and Tatis and Soto, all these names, to have your team leader walk and be okay with your team leader walking in free agency and going to another contender. You may be beating you in the playoffs, right? People, all these, you know, talking heads and all that that say, oh, you know, Bogarts, he, he was a replacement. Maybe he's a replacement for Manny. It's a safe insurance option. I don't think they understand how Peter Seidler works. He views this from a fan's perspective. Like, I think he's one of those owners that is okay with losing money if the Padres win. If something doesn't go right this year, I think he's okay with losing a little bit of money because that means that he went all in for it. He didn't sit back and say, oh, we're content with Tatis coming back and seeing how it works. 
No, he went and brought in Bogarts. You know, so uh, he he told Marty Caswell, he told he told her last year, this past season, five hundred million dollars for Soto doesn't scare me. So you think a an extension for Manny's gonna that's gonna scare him? He's already paying Bogarts till he's forty. You're not willing to pay a guy who's better than Bogarts till he's 40 or 41 or 42, however long Manny wants to play? I just don't see that. I see Seidler giving Manny what he wants and reaching an agreement. I see Manny wanting to come back to San Diego. And if Seidler says, hey, I promise you I'm going to continue building around you if you take a little bit less. Maybe Manny is like, yeah, I'll do that. I'm set for life. I'm good. I'll take the less money. I, I can make that up in endorsements or if we, you know, when we win the World Series, I can make that up. It's fine. Maybe that's what Manny wants to do. I mean, just flat. Did you see the joy on his face when he beat the Dodgers? In the comments that he was saying after and how, you know, great he thought he was, he thought it was for the city and all that. Like, it doesn't seem like Manny's looking to leave. So I think an extension will get done, a new contract, a restructuring of the deal. Or if he opts out, then I think the Padres will bring him back. Hopefully it doesn't get to that point and we just get a deal done during the season or before spring training or, or before he becomes a free agent. But I think he will come back to the Padres. He will be a Padre in 2024. That's my last prediction of the show here. Let me know what you thought of my predictions. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know in the comments on YouTube, on social media as well, at Talking Friars on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for listening or watching. I really, really appreciate it. Enjoy your New Year's. Try to be a better person. Uh, be nice to everyone or nice to people that you care about. Uh, try putting smiles on other people's faces as well, you know. Uh, don't take time with loved ones uh, for granted. Joe Musgrove just lost his grandma, so that really you know, put that thought back in the forefront of my mind. Um, so have a great year. Let's make 2023 better than it was in 2022, and uh, I think the Padres front office is looking to do that as well. All right, see you, everybody.